Apparently. from our adventure. We will fill you in on that. Get down. Uh, obviously, I'm Mike. That was Tom. The witch is back. Hello. And the Justin is back. Hello, hello. So, uh, I, I, uh, we may or may not have a Chelsea later on. Yeah, she she's not sure yet. But anyways, so... Or she's dealing with her own intern. That's fair. Things. It's, it, Interns. It, yeah. We get it. Um, <clears throat> so, before we go anywhere, I, I want to talk about the first beer we're having tonight because it's been sitting in front of me for like 15 minutes now. And I haven't been able to taste it. Because, you know, obviously, we got to wait till the podcast starts. So. And Tom had to go take some medicine. Right. Um. The first one we're having is by Abita, which is, a, they're a New Orleans company. No. And, and I've never had a beer from them that I haven't liked. So I've got high expectations for this one. Good, good. What's that? Good, good. Let's hope so. It's called Fluffer Nutter. It's a white stout. And, I bet it is. And the reason anybody I who knows it, what a fluffer is, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh <laughs> yeah, look, and there's even nuts on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's eight percent. Eight percent. So here we go, Tom. Clinky. Clinky. Holy shit. That's pretty good. Uh Little sippies. Whoa, easy killer. Hudson is over here. Uh, I like it. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice. It's definitely different. Mm-hmm. It's beer. I still don't like it, but it's less revolting than some of the other things I've tried. If there should be more peanut in it, maybe. I definitely get a lot yeah, of the marshmallow. I can see that. It's not as like crisp and. Harsh as a lot of beer, mm-hmm. just hits the back of your throat. And uh, uh, well, that's usually the IPAs, <laughs> or, yeah. or the one that we're having later. It, oh. That one, uh, that one might be. It's definitely a thicker beer, but yeah, this one. And, you leave me out of this. I didn't say. I didn't say beard. Oh, oh I didn't right. say beard. Um, which, I, by the way, man, I I did. I. I my pops and I, we went to the heart or to uh, Lowe's to get. Fuck, I don't know. We spent like four hours in that store and got like three things. I don't remember what the hell he grabbed. Um, but anyways, never mind. I forget where I was going. Hardware store. Beard. I know. Beard. Oh, Hi. I suffered severe beard envy. Oh no. 
one of the employees there had what looked exactly like my wizard beard when I had it. <laughs> and I was like, that's a hell of a beard, sir. And he goes, you too. And I said, thanks for the pity. <laughs> like, I, I was like, oh. Yeah, that it definitely is a, there definitely is a thing. Beard envy? Well, yeah, well, there's definitely beard envy, but there's the flip too, right? Someone else has this big, luscious beard, and you're like, nice beard, and they they look at you, and they're like, not not you in particular, because you can actually connect all your beard hair. Me, where my beard hair doesn't grow down, it grows out. Well, it, Justin gets himself a hell of a set of muttons when he don't yeah. shave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if I let it grow long enough, it'll hit... It'll hit both sides of the hallway before it even thinks about coming down. And it'd be like Bozo the Clown's hair, but instead of on yeah. top of the head, it'd yeah. be on his cheeks. Or oh, yeah. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> or, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so I totally get beard pity, man. People look at me all the time and go, oh, yeah, you too? You're trying, bud. You're trying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. poor man. I've been rubbing cobra blood in it from Blitz.com. <laughs> um, so... And yes, and nobody corrects the fact that blood is spelled C U M, right, Mike? <laughs> D. <laughs> um, I just figured it was a language issue. Hey, if all else fails, you can make jewelry out of it. True, true. Um, yeah, because apparently that's the thing. Yes. Somebody has figured out how to take the old pearl necklace and sell it. Not the fancy one, the fun one. She's got a shop, but what you do is you send her your mm, swimmers, you um, dry them out, she powders them, out. Puts them in clay. We'll turn them into necklaces, bracelets, mm-hmm. earrings for your your boyfriend. I mean, your I, mean I don't right. have I don't That's have any swimmers, but if I did, I would be highly um, not likely to send my nut to no. the mail. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you end up arrested four states over for a murder you didn't commit. Yep. Well, and anything she doesn't use, she'll put in extra beads and send back to you. Just say. You're I'm, curious? I'm, watch. Look I'm it up on TikTok. Just I'm say. Passing. Yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm passing. But if there's any of our listeners out there that are interested in having their fun pudding <laughs> turned into a necklace, <laughs> they're baby bats, huh? <laughs> look it up on TikTok. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't not know. at Mike has a drink no, at gmail.com. Definitely, definitely will not be shared at Mike has a drink at TikTok either. Make sure you clear your internet history afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like you're speaking from experience there, sir. Maybe a little. So that's how it came across the witch's feed. (laughs) No, no, that was him that came. Oh, never mind. Oh, (laughs) good lord. Okay, we're getting off track. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, leave their anniversary out of this. So let's let's move on. (laughs) If we can. Sure. Oh, um, well, I know that we can. <laughs> I, I, don't ju- know I just how. don't know that if we <laughs> can. Whether or not we will. Oh. So, let's talk about the Halloween part. 
Was that good, or where were you going? I was going to talk about not good. Okay. So, shout out to New Horizon Combat Sports for a fun time. Which, although they have not posted a single picture that either one of them took at that party. Yeah, and you know why? Because our costumes were fucking better than theirs. Exactly. That's the only reason. Although, you know, I did put ours on Facebook. And yeah. And some of them didn't know who we were. They called us pimps. A lot of people called us pimps. Yeah. I, I found right it because I lost my hat, dude. I did you ever right find away. it? No. Not even back here? No. No. That was... Uh, yeah, I knew right away what your costumes were. Uh, yeah. Great. And Mike just texted me the one day. He goes, Alex and I are going as Lloyd and Harry. I'm like, that's pretty fucking awesome. And then like a few days later, he texts me. He goes, Shaggy's out. Do you want to go? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we even had money. So that the, by the end of the night, we were having IOUs. Like, they were, like, this big. Like, the $100 bills were this big. <laughs> but we're hitting out about the people walking, like, hey, this is... Remember. Remember who to vote for in the costume contest is what we kept telling people as we were stuffing these fake $100 yeah. bills in their pockets. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so, I, I, and I know that we weren't officially announced as the winners. Um, but that really was more of a pride thing. I feel like... I feel like uh, thumping Alex... Just didn't want to admit defeat. You know, you guys definitely people's champion. Anyway, well, people's champions. You may not have won, but people's well, champions. In all fairness, the gentleman from New Horizon Combat Sports came as the Dudley Boys. It's okay. So oh, yeah, they were good. They were that good. was that was okay. good. As soon as I saw their shirt, Alex was like, you know, he was giving us hints during our live. Broadcast last week, he's like someone who's been through a lot of tables, and I was like the only person I could think of is Sabu, and he's like, dude, when you said Sabu, I went, oh shit, he's gonna guess. <laughs> I definitely was not guessing. But then I saw he walked behind his vehicle, opened the hatch, took his shirt off, and then I saw the shirt coming out, and I saw the design coming mm-hmm. out, and I was like, these motherfuckers are the Dudley mm-hmm. Boys, <laughs> and he That's turned right. around, and I was like. Yeah. Oh. Good costume. Yeah, it was a good time. It was good. It was fun. Um, I, I mean, I think I think killer party down the block. Yeah, yeah, oh. it definitely was. Dude. Someone, someone had their too, last too drink soon. that night. Too soon. Well, they're not gonna listen to the podcast and get offended. Uh, gentlemen had a very unfortunate outcome to a drunken bar fight. Mm-hmm. That's all we'll say. So we tried to lure all the people from that party into ours. Yeah, it didn't work. Though. Didn't work, but something I mean, about, a couple of them did. Something about trauma. And somebody, some girl was like, someone just got killed. And then old Tom. Yeah. Old Tom went, oh, must have been a killer party. <laughs> Only one person in that group laughed. Yeah. And then we didn't. Like and it, it felt like I was on podcast night telling my jokes. Yeah, it really was. That oh, was well. practice for this week. There you go. Um, maybe they'll stick around. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, um, 
So let's take a minute too and talk about the Entertainment Mafia building. Dude, okay. that, that's pretty fucking dope. That place is huge. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be two thousand square feet. It's on the small, small guess. I would say it's close to a hundred yards deep, mm-hmm. from front wall to back wall. Yeah, I mean it. It pretty much is a football field. <clears throat> wow. Like there's. Dude, there's so like the rage rooms, and yes, Chelsea and I went to a rage room, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, well, you just went in and destroyed stuff. Is that yeah, what it is? yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, man. Like, they, they had like you have to put safety gear on, right? And then you walk into a room, and there's baseball bats, yep. uh, sledgehammers, mini sledges, regular hammers. Boards, and then over here, there's a bunch of beer, empty like liquor Glass bottles, bottles and, a and then a TV and, and a printer yeah. and a this and a that. And yeah, that was cool. Damn, that feels good to be a gangster. Um, yeah. they, that's yeah. exactly what I was singing <laughs> out loud as I was beating the shit out of the printer. You yeah, bet that's... your ass I was. No more TPS reports for Tom. <laughs> um, yes, that's a great movie. Uh, so they had that. They had the paint rooms, which were also pretty cool. You went in, and there were different containers of paint, and you had your canvas, and you could either yes. throw paint just fucking wherever you wanted, or you could actually make some artwork. Um, and then you also had the option that you could take your artwork home with you, or, or as we saw, a lot of people did... Let them keep it to hang mm-hmm. up on the wall. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. It is pretty cool. And then they had a, a jet ski yeah. in the middle of the floor, and it's with a sledgehammer and a sign that says three wax for ten bucks. Yeah, wow. And that turned into a daddy, daddy son contest, thumping Sully. Yeah, so yeah, he did. Put bigger holes in the sledgehammer. Wow. I, I'm not going to declare a winner. But I am going to say that... Oh, uh, Sully. Well, I'm going to say Thump Sledgehammer actually got stuck in the jet ski. Because he went in through a seam. I, I'm just saying. He turned it into a piercing weapon. That's... All right, all right. <laughs> you know what? You know what? And that That's pretty fair. I'm just saying Sully because i got to have my dudes back. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's cool because you're Team PA. I mean, he got a critical hit on that one. Yeah. He could he could have drugged that jet ski to the lake, <laughs> or wherever else he wanted. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm Team Ohio, because when they swing swing sledgehammers, they don't just put holes; they impale shit. Oh wait, you're back to Team Ohio. I am. Oh man. It's because Officer Doofy. Mm-hmm. But Officer Doofy's not Team Ohio. He's Team Downtown Sharon. Downtown. <laughs> <clears throat> then they had about 12 lanes for axe drawing. Oh, yeah. I did not do. I did. I wanted to, um, but, um, you know, Mike and I, our friends, they, they are, you know, our buddies, they, it wasn't going... How the, so we were yeah, trying we spent, to help. We, we spent a lot of time outside. We spent the majority of the time outside yeah. of the sidewalk trying mm-hmm. to bring people in. We were even offering free lap dances, and the only one that took us up on it was Thump. <laughs> 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 
And yeah, but we had to pay him. I know. Remember? And it cost us money. Like, look at the uh, pictures on Mike has a drink on Facebook, and yep. you shall see. Yep, you'll see. The, you'll see Harry Lloyd and Officer Doofy. Is that how you say it? Officer Doofy. Yep. Doofy. What a fucking cool dude he was. He was. He was funny. Oh my god! I gotta tell you. I don't know. I don't remember if I told you or not, but we made Chelsea and I made a dude wearing the saw mask. Break character. And it... Like, it took me a minute. I'm not going to lie. Like, mm-hmm. I see him walking up the sidewalk. I'm like, hey, come on, man. There's a lot of games in here. I know you like games. And that's when he went straight into character and just... <laughs> so I'm just saying all this shit about, you know, whatever. Trying to entice them over. And then just as they're getting about where I would turn to look for the next people. I was like, all right, man, Props. You stayed in character. I'm going to masturbate to you later. <laughs> he kept staring oh my and God. kept walking straight. And then Chelsea <laughs> puts her head over my shoulder. She goes, and I'm going to watch. <laughs> dude lost it. So we made this dude break character. Congratulations. He stood up, laughed, clapped, bowed, and walked. <laughs> Classic. Good Lord. Oh yeah! Yeah, that, it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, oh, we're not even done describing New Horizon or Entertainment Mafia. Oh shit! We forgot the escape rooms. We forgot the escape Two rooms. Two escape rooms with three different sections. Oh, that's what it is. Right, right, right. right yeah. One is like pirates, and one is like gangstery old timey. Like uh, mafia gangster, yeah. not like Al Capone shit. Um, I didn't do the escape rooms. Because, well, hold on, Justin, before before we start booing. (laughs) Don't you remember our... First of all, first of all, I didn't do them because I don't like being locked somewhere. But the other reason was I went through and found the cheat sheet so I knew all the answers. Aww. I was going to say, you remember how we tried to do a murder mystery box thing? How well that works? Could you imagine in an escape room on a timer? I... I had fun in the rage room. Yeah. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, that was not, cool. Not then again, that was definitely it, the most popular. That was I, I, um, <coughs> I definitely paid for it for like four days oh, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on the flip side, I did go ahead and mm-hmm. release enough. In, in fact, so much in such a way... That when I turned and looked at one time, there were two different people standing there recording me with their phones. And I'm standing outside going, there's a lot of anger in those eyes. You came, didn't you? <laughs> Twice. Attaboy. Attaboy. Yeah, that room with smashing stuff would take me back to being in the junkyard. You go, God forbid we found a fucking fluorescent light bulb. Oh, yeah. Uh, Justin and I should be dead. Yeah, That's was, all I'm well, saying. Listen, I, something tells me that the entertainment mafia would frown upon you hitting him in the head with a fluorescent light. We never hit each other in the head on purpose. Or body slamming said Tom <laughs> on top of said pile of light bulbs. We've done that. Uh, the back um, shots were usually the best for the yeah. light bulbs. They're hard to they break. They were cooler. Harder to break than I thought. Mm. Video. Um... Ladders hurt. 
Yeah. Cookie trays make a cool noise. They do. They do. <laughs> They do. It's definitely a different when you're the one getting hit, though. Uh, it's a different noise. Hey, yeah. Taking a bump on a pile full of vinyl siding from houses um, is not as painful as you think until you get pinched and cut. Or poked. Yeah, that was definitely one of the downsides. That was about the only downside. Pretty much. Because yeah. it was it was surprisingly springy. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. And it was like multi-level too, so we would go up to like the top rope on this. What was it like? Only like a foot and a half, two yeah, feet taller. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Good times though. <laughs> yeah, and you lived to tell about it, so that's always a plus. Yeah, almost didn't. Mm. Oh, we saw fluffernutters. I wish the video stuff was better at the time. I oh man, because my video stuff is not fantastic. Can y'all just do that again? Hell no. Why not? You know, you know, I'm pretty broken now, but if the if we still had the pile. If we still had the pile, I'd give her a I go. I would give it a go. Uh-huh. Thank you, sir. So, oh, oh by the way. A big bouncy castle. Dude, a big <laughs> bouncy castle. Yes. No, dude, big bouncy castles are nothing more. Um, then training arenas for mosh pits for children. Did you just say training your weenus? No, training areas. Uh, which, for those of you who don't know, your weenus is the skin on the back of your elbow. Yeah, that's what I heard. But we'll go with yours because it seems like it tied into the story a little better. Um, we, unfortunately, did not get to meet the Ace of Fades. No, but... Well, but. We, we all you're dripping. We also didn't. I did the same thing. That happens. There's like a yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. Don't worry about it. We don't judge. Um, we also no matter how, not, how much you shake it, the last few drops are always for the drawers. That's right. <laughs> um, Tell me I'm wrong, fellas. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Custom, and we did not meet custom tees either. No. But he did do the shirts that which, they had there, which, which were awesome. I have one. I did not get one. It is oversized, and but I don't care. I can grow into it. That's what she said. <laughs> or just wash it real hot in hot water. <laughs> That's what, That's what he said. Mm. Wash it with hot water at all. Tighten back up. <laughs> it'll, it'll, shrink. it'll shrink down. Is that your secret? Take, that is. Take a hot bath. <coughs> Traffic cone will be back in a half hour. Those them in college. Traffic cone. That's why they keep saying it. <laughs> oh, well. Anywho, but we did. We met. We, we definitely met a legend. Saturday night. Oh, yeah? We did. We met Twisted Scissors. Jessica from <laughs> Twisted Scissors. She was there, and she's a fucking trip. She's hilarious. I walked up to her. I come walking up because I'm getting a drink, which was like about halfway back from this building, and I just hear Mike screaming from the front, Tom! Tom, come here! Shit, all right, hold up. I come out, and he's like, this is Jessica. I'm like, oh, you're the one. And she goes, that's going to braid your hair. I was like, yes. Nice. 
So she was cool. She's a fun. She's fun. She would be. She'd be. It'd be entertaining to be in that chair for a long period of time. It would. Yeah. Ah. Uh, she geez. told me, unfortunately, she couldn't take me on as a client. Well, maybe once the cover blood does its magic, mm. you, you'll, you know, be working then. And we met her. Her husband was there as well. He has his own business. He has a construction company. company. Yep. But I fucking forget his name. Um, in all fairness, we were quite yeah. intoxicated when I think, they oh, showed up. I think his last no name started with a B. Um... So well, I don't know. If you're looking for something done... I got there at, like, what? What time did you get there? One thirty. I got there about, what, 5? So mm -hmm. Mike's got a one thirty in the afternoon. You know what? A two and a, a three and a half hour head start on me. So I catch... I'm trying to catch up. Farva style, too. Right. I was double I, I was double-fisted because Sully <laughs> made a joke about double-fisting, and I said, fuck it. <laughs> I started double-fisting. And I did. I, I did quickly catch up to Mike. Mm. And then, like, so from five to fuck one thirty in the morning, we're just hammering drinks mm -hmm. and dancing and trying to get people into this party. Mm -hmm. Yep, it was it was a good time, man. Um, first one, you have growing pains. You kind of learn some things, right? And. And I, I totally would be down to go back again there next year. Mm -hmm. But what I feel like they also need to do is they need to call the hotel in Sharon there. What's it, a Radisson or something? Yeah. In downtown Sharon. They need to call it a Radisson. Middlesex, technically. Yeah, it's outside. But close enough, dude. West Middlesex. You can't even make that sound cool. <laughs> Unless you're a teenager, then it's fucking hilarious. Right. Well, no, preteen, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be like in like seventh grade for that to right. be funny. Um, hey, I'm going to West Middlesex this weekend. I think I'll have some sex. Where are you going? I'm going to Middlesex. The fuck a cow, because that's all that's there. <laughs> Country ass bumpkins. You know, um. Worst fans in. Music Mercer County Baseball. <laughs> I went to uh, Middlesex for half a year. Yeah, okay, that's not changed my opinion then. Where that? Where the fact that you're a country ass bumpkin for half a year, like a badge of honor? Um, and stay away from my. No wonder I got fucking baby cows out there. <laughs> Unless they got a beard like me, you talk to Justin. Uh, oh! <laughs> don't bring me into this. Yeah, he gave that up years ago. <laughs> That's just what he wants you to believe. That's right, man. I'm on. I'm on lists. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Do we even have? Justin's not even his real name. No. no. It's uh. It's if random. we said his real name, the CIA would like just. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need them coming here again. Again. Oh wait. Man, you mean I gotta bury another one in the backyard? How many cows are buried in the backyard, which? I, I was talking husbands, but okay. Mm. <laughs> so was he. He was just trying to keep it coded so nobody fucking knew. Way to yeah, go. I was, I was trying to give you an out there. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm trying to get somebody to do my gardening for me come spring. Come on. <laughs> they want to come dig us holes looking for 
Uh, it's like, well, no, because I don't want to burn one of my jokes, but it, there, there's an old joke about yeah. using the police. The guy in prison sends a note to his dad, yeah. It, you know, his dad says, I can't get the whisk with this year. Now. Well, <laughs> this old man, his son goes to prison. Okay. For murder, but they never found the body. So he goes... So the father writes a letter to the son in prison and says, Son, I don't know what I'm going to do this year without you. I can't split my wood. The son writes a letter back says, Dad, don't touch that fucking wood. That's where the body's at. <laughs> the fence swung to place. Destroy it all. Split all the wood looking split for it. Split all the wood looking for it. <laughs> so the old man writes a letter to his son saying, What the hell was that all about? These people, all oh, they did this, they did that. And the son writes a letter back and goes, wood split, ain't it? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a joke for you, Tom. I told yeah. it to him earlier and he laughed. Yes. He's like, you got to tell Tom. Yes. Golden. Uh, okay, so why are men smarter during sex? Because they're plugged into the motherboard. That's not as good as the original. He didn't like it. I I laughed. I liked it. Well, he's a, he. In all fairness, you are a computer gamer, and I've never been. <laughs> and True. the the original is. Why are men smarter during sex? Why, Tom? Because they're plugged into a fucking know-it-all. <laughs> See now that's sexist. You thought you thought it was sexist earlier. That one's the sexist one. There. So that is you know. not in all fairness, that is a joke from the seventies and eighties yeah. that we now look back on and realize yeah. Mm, yeah that's not as funny as we thought it was and we probably should not have laughed at it as hard as we should have. Right. You went down. But then again, if you can't take a joke, fuck yourself because mm -hmm. if you can't make fun of yourself, you got no goddamn right to make fun of anybody else. Yeah, and we don't need your negativity. That's right. So, let's let's talk about our topic here. We're working through our list of top ten dictators. I believe this is our fourth. I I don't remember. Wheels Wheels will definitely message me tomorrow and let me know. Yeah, we did because. We Wheels, did Hitler you, out you know of what? order. We, we got to give a shout out to Wheels for being a great fucking sport with our yeah. live broadcast last week. We yeah. do. I'm sorry. Yeah. But to cut us back off. Except, except for the point where he noticed that we were still at zero 40 minutes in. And that's when he decided to say something. And then when you do listen to it on the podcast version, like if you saw it on Facebook and live, you saw the entire thing. But if you listened to the podcast... It comes into Mike going, fuck it, we're not starting over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, technical difficulties will arise, right? Yeah, it wasn't my fault. There's too much shit going on, and I was drunk. See, there you go. Someone should have learned by now, don't let the fucking drunk guy in be in charge. So... We did it's Hitler. Your podcast, man. I know it's my podcast, so that means when I fuck up, it's someone else's fault. Uh huh. Um, which is why this week it's wheels. Okay. <laughs> so we did Hitler uh, out of wheels. Order. Wheels. Wheels. The views of Mike 
are not necessarily the views and opinions of Mike has a drink team LLC. Fuck off. Wheels. <laughs> Wheels, if that's going to make you upset. It's not. Then. It's not. Don't, don't, e- don't even come here in person. Considering the fact that. Didn't he give himself the name Wheels? No. No, I did. Okay. Um, And it was, we, we said this actually, and I don't know if it was caught on the podcast or not, or just on the live broadcast on how that all came up. I had gone to an amusement park and was annoyed with how long I had to wait in line for a 30-second ride. Right. You know, just because I'm a human being, and that's freaking annoying. Right. So, Wheels then gets a hold of me and goes, bro, next time just take me. We'll be in the front line every fucking time. And I was like, you know, Wheels, that's why I know you got a good sense of humor about yourself. And he goes, you're fucking right, I do, legs. <laughs> and that's how it all started. And ever since then, he's been Wheels. I've been legs. Nice. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know who doesn't have a very good sense of humor? Uh, at either of the bushes with our topic tonight. Yeah, or or, or the other guy. Mr. Saddam Husseini. Yeah, you see, you see, I came in from the international aspect instead of the American view. Mm. Okay, of it. okay, all right, that's fair. Someone's got to fucking clean up the world. That's all I'm saying. America, fuck yeah! Doesn't fucking have to be us. Doesn't have to be us. Balls. But someone needs to keep people in check. If anybody knows what that song is from, let us know at Mike has a drink at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. Tom's already speaking cursive. <laughs> We're in trouble. This beer's fucking good. Dude. It is. It's pretty fucking good. Um, this is definitely going on a welcome here anytime list. I sent him a mad elf. Yeah. Oh, when it's it, out. it is. It is out. I saw it. Yeah, I, I was going to get some, but I was like, we already had that. I'm going to try. I want to try something different. Right, right. And, and, and plus, plus, Mad Elf is, is mad expensive. Mad yeah. Elf. Like, it's, you might as well cut your right nut off when you go. So Yeah, six oh, well, packs. You're in trouble. I, I, I can't go by yeah. it because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, anyways, we're talking about Saddam Hussein. Right. So, he was. A member of the Bath Party, and eventually becomes a dictator uh, until he's captured in two thousand and three. Right, born in nineteen thirty seven. So let's talk about little Saddam. April twenty eighth, nineteen thirty seven. He's born. The world, the world is blessed he's with with an, an evil vampire. <laughs> in, in Tikrit, Iraq. His dad was a shepherd and disappears several months before Saddam is born. I guess I better call him Sada, Saddam. What's his name? Saddam. Saddam. A few months later, Saddam's older brother dies from cancer. When Saddam was born, his mother, severely depressed by her oldest son's death and the disappearance of her husband, was Unable to effectively care for the poor boy. Hmm. So at three, 
he gets sent to Baghdad to live with his uncle. And again, we apologize. To at least it's going to be funny when we mispronounce all these names. But he's sent to live with his uncle, Kahiriala Talaf. Years later, Saddam goes, Saddam goes to Al Awaji to live with his mother. But after suffering abuse at the hand of his stepfather, he goes back to Baghdad. So this poor guy, in his early existence anyways, we'll call him a poor guy. Yeah. Dad disappears before Whoa. he's born. Dad goes... Dad More goes, than just... Never mind. Dad, we'll dad, dad goes out to the corner store to get some milk never comes home. He must have hit the scratch. Yeah. He must have hit the scratch off. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Brother dies of cancer. He mom's mom's depressed. Can't care for him. Gets sent to live with his uncle. Comes back to mom as he gets older. Gets abused by mom's new husband. Goes back to live with Taufa, who was a Sunni Muslim. And an, uh, a hardcore Arab nationalist. Harper! That one's up there. Harper. Harper, Harper's going nuts upstairs for some reason. There's it's, nobody up there. He's trying to get in Adam's room, I think. <coughs> um, and, and this, obviously it shapes who he is, right? Of course. So, he goes to a nationalistic school in Baghdad. The Al Car, and in 1957, at the age of 20, old Saddam joins the. I I call I say it's the Bath, but I know that's not right because it's B A hyphen A T H. Baath. Baath party. The bath sounds funner. Yeah, like, Bath. You joined the Bath party. Come on, come to our meeting. You have to bring your tub. <laughs> yeah. But everybody, I, I know it's just wrong. Everybody right? has to bring their own tub to every meeting. But it, <laughs> okay, that would that sounds like a Monty Python skit, yeah. right? Inflatable like, tubs. Brings their own tub. Everybody brings their tubs, and everybody's standing there with little pumps pumping them up. <laughs> I, I kind of like that I've idea. Got a lovely <coughs> Big one, small one, some as big as your head. With Give them a twist, a flick of the wrist. wrist. That's what the, the showman said. I feel like this is a great time <laughs> <laughs> to mention if this is the first time you've ever listened to one of our podcasts. It's a shit show. You're not learning shit. But it's a professional <laughs> shit show. But yeah, we're still going. We're going. Um, yeah, we, we are professionals because we make... 54 cents every week from our patron dare. There you go. Boom! Big dare! Big dare. 54 cents. We're we're getting a grain of sand. You know what? You know what? I think he's paying that much just to keep us calling off because he don't yeah. want to deal with yeah, us. Yeah, he doesn't want us coming into work. Right. <laughs> it's better with us not to be there than for him to have to waste all his time because we're sleeping in our desks. Or throwing shit. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. Or like doing podcast work. Yeah. You know, I mean, doing our podcast research. We're, we're, we're trying to start like doing a planning meeting in the middle yeah. of the workday, and there comes in like, guys, the fuck fellas, you doing? Fellas, fellas, the union does not cover this shit. <laughs> so, um, 
You October 7th, 1959. <coughs> First time he really kind of bucks the system here, right? Saddam and other members of the Ba'ath or Ba'ath party attempt to assassinate Iraq's then president. It's hyphenated for Black Sabbath. Whew. They were Ozzy Osbourne Sorry. friends before Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. There's Sorry. a lot of consonants in this name. Abdi Al Kareem Kasim. I think it did a good you, job. You did, you did, right. you did all right. You did all right. You rocked that. I didn't. I didn't know I spoke this language. <laughs> Some of it, right? I don't know what language it is, but well, you know what? No, listen. There's logic behind it. Logic, because the drunker you get. The more you understand the natives, and yeah, the more the natives understand you, the drunk fair. they get. That's fair. That's fair. Drunk is a universal and, language. And you know the other thing is there is a lot of A's in there, and that's the only vowel we have in Canada. A's and easy ones. No A's and E's. Yeah, spelled E H. Your A is spelled E H. Hey, hey, yeah, that's how he remembers it. Hey, Justin, what are Canadians? A holes. <laughs> I, I actually love Canada. I do love Canada. Too fucking late for that. No, I never. They call us a holes. Yeah, but e e h a, not a a. More like a. <laughs> Too fucking late. Like dude. the Fonzie sitting yeah. there smacking Fonzie. the jukebox, going may hole. You can I'm, fire the boat. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure the Fonz never said may. I said, hey, I'm just speaking in cursive. Can't you read cursive? No, I can't. Tom's like Bender. He's not because drunk enough. They don't teach that in school anymore. That's because you went to American schools, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, good Lord. <laughs> so anyways, Abdi al-Kareem Kasim, who wanted to join... Uh, the United Arab Republic and a lie with Iraq's Communist Party made him. Should we try the other ones while we can still remember what they taste like? Cause I'm touche, touche. I'm heading. I'm heading in a direction that this podcast <laughs> yeah. is going to be interesting. Uh, Mike, anybody listening? Any of our regular listeners already know. That this episode is going to be fucking wild because yeah. we started the episode a little, little, yeah. little fucking up. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I can tell. You know, because, uh, yeah. So, he wants to join with the United Arab Republic and the communists. The Ba'athists. Ba We're not in favor of that. So, during the assassination attempt, Kasim Shofer was killed. Oh, these are 8.2. I know. Guy gets killed just doing his job. Yeah, right? I mean, that's got to be... Just doing a, his job. That's got to be a pretty rough job to have in, in some of those countries. Oh, we want to hire you as the chauffeur for the president. <laughs> uh, no thanks. No. dictator. You, you know what? The only job that I think is more dangerous than chauffeur for a dictator Food is... taster. I was going to say body double. Oh, that's worse, too. I've seen those movies. Those guys don't fare well. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, oh. <coughs> this one's going to be a badass. Big, heavy. It's, it's black. It is Ooh. black. Oh, it's black Ooh. as shit. 
Not that there's anything wrong with that, Thump. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Oh, good Lord. Chelsea's here. Oh, my. This is... This is a fucking stout. This yeah. is... This is hardcore. Like, American stouts, you pour into a glass, you can see through. Yeah. I cannot see no. Mike. No. So, this one is from Ellicottville Brewing Company. It's an Imperial Stout. So our first one was a white stout. Apparently Imperial Look Stouts are, are heavier. Ooh. It I'm has chocolate and Oregon sweet cherries. Oh, Harper wants you to go say hi. Called I the Chocolate know. Cherry Bomb. That's I like 8.2%. This one, I'm not sure what I, I'm uh, going to think about. I've had I've had a hit or miss beers from this particular company. Because he huh. Chocolate cherry. So let's give it a shot here, Tom. I'm not a cherry fan, but I'm not mad at it. No, it's a it's fucking heavy. This is a heavy beer. There's I don't get any chocolate from it though. Really, I get chocolate more than I get cherry. Yeah. I I would tell you you probably won't like it. I didn't like the last. She liked one. the first one. And it was good. I like like the chocolate overpowers the cherry for me. See, I don't get it. Okay, I and, 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 and that's and that's the thing is, it's, I don't mind that because I am not a cherry fan. Yeah. To me, to, I'm gonna love this cherries. one. This tastes like chalk to me. Almost, yeah. Like I get more like chalk dust. It's almost like burnt coffee on, on the after, yeah. on the end. Yeah. You're right. It's like burnt coffee. Yeah. At the very end, like right now, especially yeah. when you do a little burp, like I just yeah. did, you really <laughs> so, get that burnt coffee taste. But but it's very fucking smooth. Very for for a super dark beer like, like this. Like looking at this shit, you're expecting it you're to go. You think it's gonna be pine tar? Uh, do you remember um <laughs> the old Miller Lite commercials, the bitter beer face? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you expect to make a bitter beer face? Yeah. Drinking this? No, there's definitely and, not that. So, and you don't. So it kind of tastes either. like hops and like cherry cough syrup. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and everybody's gonna get something <laughs> different from this because. Right. Um, but I like it better than I liked your first okay. one. That's oh, fair. Speaking so of, so I will say I hate, that I'd like. Wait, go ahead. I hate coconut, right? Yeah. One of my favorite whiskeys has, has coconut water in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> blackberry, but thank you. Yeah. No. You never what? did. You you never had the one beer I made. Chocolate what? caramel coconut. No, I never did. Oh, oh. the well. I had a bottle, two bottles. I've had before it for the coconut because one of my guys that I worked used to work with was allergic to coconut, <coughs> and he was like, "You gotta pull like two out before you get to that phase." And I was like, "The fuck, fine, it's fucking good." But um, Woodford Reserve mm -hmm. has a coconut whiskey. It wow. has coconut in it. <laughs> wow, I hate coconut and. Usually, coconut is so overpowering that no, no matter how small the amount, you'll pick it up. Yeah. I have never once picked up a hint of coconut in Woodford Reserve. 
So Woodford Reserve. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. <coughs> um, yeah, this is a good part to bring up about how Alex from, uh, I mean, Big Worm. Big part. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So, Worm, Big Worm, right? His mom was there. So Mike and I start calling her Mama Worm. So then other people at the party start calling her Mama Worm. By the end of the night, she was officially... Mama Worm. Mama Worm. Yeah. Trendsetters. Congratulations. Yeah. And I'm not really sure she she was very fucking happy with us. At first, at first yeah. she was I am not sure, but she I was like she was like, No, you can call me by my real name. And but we then like, by the end of the night she's okay. like, Yeah, fuck it. yeah, I'm Mama Worm, what's up? Yeah. And then Big Worm had to be like, Listen, these two are already so drunk. They they're they you I can't even. I can't even make Although, an excuse for it. I do have to say that was possibly one of the worst nights of sleep I've ever had in my life, uh, for two reasons. One. <laughs> Don't look at me. No, the ceiling fan, even on high, was garbage oh, and didn't shit. kick shit out. Shit. And second of all, I finally turned it off because I thought it was gonna fall out of the ceiling right. and cut my head off like those fucking horror movies. It, the second reason because. There was no TV in the bedroom. And we have to have ambient noise to fall asleep. Oh, is that what they call it? Yeah. No, like seriously, like white noise. I guess. No, I guess. no. You know what we fall asleep to almost every night? <laughs> Nature documentaries. Mm. Animal documentaries. Um <laughs> But because what? the TV was not yeah. and we couldn't access it because in order to even pull up to yeah, use the no, pull-out no, sofa, yeah. you still had to rearrange the entire yeah, fucking yeah. room to use the pull-out sofa. Yeah, it was, it, listen, well, you know, it's... It, they're it's, mid-renovation, and yeah. it's a step-by-step, and they're doing... Like, yeah, a, new company, so. a new company bought it in August. Um, they have... Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir, Justin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that story in a minute, Justin. Uh, <laughs> That's how Mike paid his way through college. Yeah, don't, don't judge my uh, financial aid package. Um, they have. Wow, we are so these, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> listen, we'll get to older Saddam in a minute. All right, fuckers. So there, there were these cottages that they don't run out in the winter because they don't have heat. And then there was where we were. And there, I don't know what was there like ten of them. Junior Suisse, they were called, but it was. Uh, and, you know, and technically it qualifies as a junior suite. Yeah. You know what? It's two rooms. And, and, uh, it had a know, kitchen. It's perfect for an old retired couple. Oh, dude, I would. If, if you could rent Seriously, one of them it out. Is. Like, the, the, the stoves yeah. in each unit, because I looked at it's the stoves of mice and it matched it's, mine. It's, it was like know, the 1950s. Cool metal, oh, right? Yeah, the nice. metal all in one. That's like exactly the knobs over was. here, but the oven drawer is over here. Yeah. The oven wow. door and it opens this, you know, it's yeah. like this wide. Listen, oh, yeah. if I retired and could buy something like that, that you walk down the steps and you're on the fucking beach, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're goddamn right. I don't don't renovate it. I'll renovate it myself. I'll figure out how to keep all the big ass bugs out. <laughs> Jesus, those things. Were, it, it looked like about ten of them yeah. would to get working as a team. Yeah, would carry you away. Yeah. 
It was like they looked and like. And Mike and I are they, some big fellas. You know, you know how the bugs that started Jurassic Park? It was these motherfuckers. <laughs> these things were like yeah. this goddamn big, man. They didn't give a shit about you. But like, like you they look at them and think, you swat yeah, them and then they just like fly a mosquito away. or something. But they definitely weren't mosquitoes because if they were mosquitoes, we'd all be we'd be like we'd look like like those old school commercials about like no on the drugs like when they're smoking weed and yeah. then they become just like deflated bodies yeah. on a couch. We'd be like Cartman at, on from South Park after he did his protein shake <laughs> and, and ended up in his <laughs> beef <cake>. Yeah. <laughs> So, anywho. <laughs> hey, did you know that he, quote-unquote, wrote a best-selling romance novel? You know, it's easy to do that when uh, you pass the decree that everybody's got to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, is, is it was published anonymously at first okay. until the newspapers started doing Figured some digging. And then it became a best-selling and then Saddam was like, fuck it, I'm going to ride this wave. Your neighbor bought it, you need to buy it now. Okay. And uh, But the CIA firmly believes that he at least supervised the writing of the novel. Which means Not that he wrote it himself. Someone else wrote it and read it to him and he told him if it was okay or not. At gunpoint. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, that, that was a run-on sentence, motherfucker. But if he, he, no, he doesn't even say shit. Just sitting there reading, reading, reading. Yeah, he comes yeah, across yeah. something he don't like. Boom! Should have been a comma, not a colon. <laughs> um, so anyways, the chauffeur gets killed. Kasim shot several times. He survives. Saddam gets shot in the leg. Several of the assassins are caught, tried, executed. Saddam <laughs> flees to Syria. And then he eventually goes to Egypt, and he becomes a lawyer. He does, because uh, while being raised by his single mother that Mike talked about, she had such passion about the injustices that she had faced that she, well, that I know nothing about it, so that she felt she faced, she may, she may have not of, um, and that led him to want to be a lawyer because... He was in that kid phase, you know. Yeah. Something happens to a kid at a certain mom. Yeah. You, know, you know, a certain point in time in their lives, like say a kid's in a car crash, gets rescued by a fireman. If, for a certain age group, they're mm-hmm. going to remember that, and they're going to want to grow up to be a fireman. You, you yep. know, it, it's that logic on that with the injustices she felt she got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he discovered that being a lawyer can't change anything. So right. he decided he was going to put himself in a position where he could. So Kasim's government's overthrown in 1963 during the Ramadan Revolution. Saddam returns to Iraq, gets arrested because the big Ba'ath party. Makes me think of sheep every time I say that. Ba'ath. <laughs> well, I looked it up. It kind of is pronounced like that. Uh, Ba'ath. Ba'ath. It's like, bah, bah. Well, anytime you got well, the dual A, it's, his, it's his, separated. Listen, his dad was a shepherd. So, <laughs> he in, he's in prison, remains involved in politics, and 1966 becomes appointed the deputy secretary, deputy secretary of the regional command. 
while he's in fucking prison. He gets this appointment in prison. Uh-huh. Escapes prison. And... Wait, he escapes? Fuck that. He just got appointed a high government position. He, he walked, walked out. out. Yeah. He said, <coughs> peace. He said, I ordered you to release me. Yeah. They said, you can't do that. He said, wait, according to these guys... I can. He goes, how you like these apples? Right. Peace loving little donuts, bitches. And, uh. Biatches, because that's about the point oh, yeah, in time Biatch right, was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Early 90s, it was a Biatch. It's Biatches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Good one, good one. Uh. <coughs> and then the Biatchists have a coup. Is this actually a bloodless coup? Yeah, which, air quotes on that. So yeah, I'm not sure how you do that. No, well, no, no, no. What the what the air quotes on bloodless means is that nobody air quotes important was killed. Was killed. Yeah, is what it, a bloodless was, conflict means. Bloodless? Is that nobody important is killed? Well, no. Listen, it was bloodless because Saturn was a vampire, dude. Oh, is that no, it? no? Like he okay. seriously had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. Had to have. Yeah. So. Because the uh, math don't work out for no, what you're talking no, about. It really doesn't. Like, I feel like I'm watching like an episode. You said in two years what takes a normal person yeah. nine yeah. to do. Just down here he's, like, he's like, I'm just going to hit pause here for a minute. Um, speaking of... Speaking of... Dude, we're almost pause. an hour in and we've covered shit. No, we're good. We're good. We're already at 1968, man. Um, <laughs> we only have... I don't know. Subtract 2003 from there. We'll get there. But this is a good point for us to stop educating people. <laughs> and, enter, you know, we want to have a section in the podcast where we don't entertain anybody. So. <laughs> we got to even shit out. Right. So why don't you tell us some terrible <laughs> tales? Hold on. <clears throat> I have a feeling you're delivering tonight. Well, you know. Chelsea's an RN, right? Okay. So she comes home in her scrubs the other day, reaches in her pocket, pulls out a rectal thermometer, and goes, Oh, great. Some asshole has my pen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the fucking crack me up dying laughing? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, don't worry because I'm, I'm, failing, I'm falling real short on this one. Hey, Justin. Yeah. What's the difference between purple and pink? Oh, the letters. The tightness of Mike's grip. Motherfucker! You gotta listen up there, some guy. <laughs> trying to get the fuck out. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to hey, get. He's in this bitch Marine style, too. He's just talking out. You know what, Tom? You delivered today. They were both good. They're both good. Mark this down on your fucking calendars. Because it is very because, rare. Because it will not happen again until 2029. <laughs> but speaking of, hold on. Speaking of something that's like way in the future. So it's 2023, right? It is. No, no, listen, listen. It is. Because Chelsea and I are watching TV the other night. Commercial comes on for 
a major car company. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the end of their commercial, it's a former, or he might still be doing it, professional wrestler narrating. Okay. That you can't see. <laughs> and he says that they plan to be carbon neutral by 2050. 27 years from now, you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. Listen, listen. Listen, I can plan to be a billionaire in 27 years. That don't mean it's going to fucking happen. Listen, it's not. I know we don't do politics here very often. But as soon as there's different leadership, whether it's in four years or eight years or 12 years, as soon as Republicans come back in, that, that protecting the environment shit's gone. Well, well, here's the thing: is every time it switches, every time, no, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not no. saying right or wrong, but no, it'll but be gone. You're right, every time it switches, like the policies do, like a 180. Because let's face it, Republicans and Democrats are fucking children. They're the same people, first of all. They are. It's like that old saying, one of them is red, one of them is blue, neither one of them gives a fuck about you. Right, right. <clears throat> and every year I keep saying, this is the year, well not every year, but every election, this country is so fucked up, this is the time some third nope. party guy, <clears throat> and they never, they get 6% or 2%, and they're hey, like, oh that's hey, a fucking victory. Hey, I voted for Nader. <laughs> Uh, I voted for Perot. I was not old enough to vote for Nader. No, I know. Yeah, I was. I was slowly doing the math there. Going, wait a minute. Knowing you and your, he probably still voted. And your history with bar patronage, you probably could have passed. He probably. Well, listen, you've had a full beard. You've had a beard in seven. Tom's been voting since he was fucking seven years old. Hey, don't ask me who I voted for, because I'll be fucked if I remember he who was president colored. when I was seven. Back then, he just colored Clinton. and made a design. No, Clinton was, I was double digits, because that was right before I moved up here. Okay, so then it would have been Bush Sr. And then, who's before him, Ford? Uh, what? Uh, no, no, not Ford, um, Carter. 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 Carter, who was you who I was thinking vote. of? You were not on. You were even. You were barely fucking born when Carter was president. No, I'm saying was that who was before George uh, Bush Senior, Bush the first. Not Carter. Who was before Bush the uh, first? Reagan. <laughs> oh fuck, Reagan, the actor. Mm-hmm. Peter, you're the one from the future. <laughs> yep. Good lord. Maybe maybe we do need to do one of these episodes. This could be interesting. But anywho. <laughs> We have a bloodless coup. Ahmad Hassan al Bakar becomes the president and Saddam's the deputy. <coughs> Doran Bakar's presidency, or I guess it's al Bakar, kind of like not, not, not to be confused with the popcorn <coughs> guy or the weather guy. Not Al Broker. Wow. Wow. Thank you, thank you. No, he is he is as much a shapeshifter as Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. He's That's de- all there is. He's definitely a fucking vampire. They both are. They've got to be something. Yeah. Lizard people? No. O- Oprah is a lizard person. Well, Oprah, Oprah definitely might be. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Um, um. Mike and Tom are portraying characters. Yeah, our real, our, listen, our real, name, our real name is... Uh, 
I go by Thump in real life. <laughs> yeah, I go by Alex. He goes by Alex. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking to uh, take uh, us into custody, big worm. yeah. If you're looking to take us into custody, you can find us in Youngstown, Ohio, on March 16th, 2024, while we're throwing our promotion out there called Border Wars. We just ask that you don't cuff us until after Team Ohio kicks the shit. Out of Team Pennsylvania. <laughs> See, that's why you're going to get cuffed because you're talking so much shit, and you know, fuck, got to detain you. Listen. So keep you rowdy bitches from Philly and Ohio Listen. Listen. in line. I have no concerns because here's the deal: if the people that are coming to the fight that are going to fight from Pennsylvania or from Western Pennsylvania, they're never even going to find it. They don't even know how to work GPSs out here. No, no, no. We know how to work them. It's just so rural that the satellites don't work. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. <coughs> so shout out, shout out to um, Mr. Heckman. We appreciate you being a loyal listener as well. Oh yes, Mr. Heckman, you were um, uh, you were definitely letting it, us know. It'd definitely are. be nice if you showed up for guys' night every now and then, whenever we have it once a year. Um, <laughs> so saw Saddam. Per, per, bleh, Let me have another sip of beer here for a minute. Um. Did you know that... Oh, wait. Did he take power yet? Not yet. On your side? No. Nope. Okay. So, Saddam proves to be effective and progressive, which is kind of surprising. He was definitely ruthless, but he came into power or became the deputy, and his goals were to modernize infrastructure... Inf- infrastructure. Thank you. I have a problem with that word. It's not something we learn in Canada. Uh, this is uh, dangerous beer, by the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Industry, healthcare, social services. He's like a walking fucking... Again, again everyone we've covered yep. has been a quote-unquote hero of, of the, the people. people. Of the poor people. But he's Wh- the which fucking... Is, He's one a fucking of, contradiction, though, because well, once I, he I know, takes but, over... I know, but have you ever seen, like, um, um, that Netflix show, How to Make a Dictator, or, or How to Become a Dictator, I, or something? I tried watching it, and just like the witch, she sends me TikToks of, <laughs> of this fucking, uh, this guy... This information is good! That's, like, some kind yeah. of, I don't know, what's, what is he? Astrologist, astrologist, astromagnetist. He tells you your, your side and how it's going to work. Yeah, because, but listen. Yeah. Just like that, the whoever narrated that fucking thing has the most annoying voice in the world. So yeah. I could not get past like 15 minutes. I was like, fuck this. I want to go Mike, kick your ass. Mike, Mike, you need to take Tom's medicine before you watch. That's the key. Okay. You know, it's like that other old joke. I watched a documentary once on marijuana. I believe every documentary should be watched this way. Man, look at you sneaking in your 12th dad joke of the evening. Kind of like you with your sex life. Yeah, I mean, I've had 12 sex 12 times since I've been born. <laughs> Maybe. Has it been? Really? Well, wait, if we're counting socks, I have. One more and you got that baker's dozen, buddy. So... Hey, um, grab the other sock this time. 
No, the other one's form-fitting at this point. So, oh, good lord. Hey, why did the cum cross the road? Why? Because Justin put the wrong sock on this morning. Sure did. I wondered why my toes were sticking together. That's why your sneakers are, have no sole. <laughs> so well, he did say he was becoming a dog. Yeah. No, so, I was going to say it's because they're redheads. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the ultimate ginge. Anyways, if this is your first time listening, we apologize in advance. Yeah. Fuck that. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. You this is our shtick. And this yeah. isn't in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's in, in advance in, to the next episode. In, no, it's in right. advance to it being fucking published. No, that, that's also true. <laughs> you got me there. Got me on technicality. Um. Jeez, what's Arbor. this? She's attacking your box. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's where I make my beer. That's why she's attacking it. Yeah. She wants like, you to make your root beer beer again. She's like, you don't need any more of this shit. No, she's telling you you need to make your root beer beer again. There's no food left, dude. Sorry, you're too late. Go lay back down after your 17-hour marathon. Go on, husband. But hey, at least he knows oh. his way home. Yeah, yeah. which is sh- fucking shocking to me. But anywho, during that same time, however, while he's looking out for the people, nationalizes the oil industry. They've got at this point by 1973, they've got more success and prosperity than they have ever had. But during this time, Saddam also helps Iraq develop their first chemical weapons program. Which which is going to come back to haunt him down the road. While we do our rush here from 1979 to 2003. Um, so, in 19, let's jump, 1979, Al-Bakar attempts to unite Iraq and Syria in a move that would have left Saddam powerless. Saddam forces Al-Bakar to resign. July 16, 1979, Saddam becomes president of Iraq. Less than a week later, he calls the assembly of the Ba'ath Party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before that happens, when he comes in power... He gets a letter from a congratulatory letter from Reverend Jacob Yasso of the um, Chaldeans chapter of Christianity. It's a sect that has roots in modern day Iraq. Iraq. They probably wanted him to adopt an Ethiopian. So... This guy, this reverend, sends who saying a congratulatory letter. As a thanks for this letter, Hussein sends him $250,000 to the church. Ooh, baby. Back and forth, back and forth, politically, diplomatically, whatever. Reverend, reverend eventually gets invited to come to Iraq to talk to Saddam face to face. And delivers the key to the city of Detroit from <laughs> Mayor Coleman Young. Oh. 
for doing so much for the um, Arab community. <laughs> so, you know what uh, Saddam Hussein's thank you was for getting the key to the city of Detroit? What? He sent another 200K to the church. <laughs> nice. Wow. So, he sent 450K, almost half a million dollars to this church for being told, hey, congratulations on winning. And... Oh, we, we can come talk to you? Okay, well, our mayor says, here, here's the key to our city because you helped out so much. Wow. Well, guess what? You know where that money didn't trickle down to? The Iraqi people. Flint, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Coach that money no. to clean their water. Man, did you get lost on the way home? No. I'll be right back. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anywho. <laughs> I did. Oh, this is much you know future what? I can't stop. I can't bring that up. Yeah. That's a, That'll be an episode in the future. The corruption of Detroit. Oh, we, we might get we might get ten weeks out of that. We might get murdered over that episode. I have no. I, listen, the only time I'll ever step foot in Detroit again is when the Eagles are in the Super Bowl there. <laughs> um, my dad was a cross country truck driver for many years. And he said the only city that has truly scared him was this city. Mm -hmm. Like, now of course, now yeah. this was 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. Or even early 2000s. Not like, to, but. Oh, it's not any better now. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, dude. That's one of those cities where you've got to, if, if you don't walk down the street, get out of your car and put your. Fucking machine gun over your shoulders, you're getting robbed. You ain't making it back from the grocery store. I'm good too. I don't know that I want another one of those dark ones though. You I mean, want I, the, the fluffer nutter? Actually, you know what? If you bring a dark one, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like surprise him. Yeah. It, what that'll mean is the last 15 minutes are going to be interesting. <laughs> um. So anyway, Stop becomes goes into power pretty much by August of 1979. Hundreds of Saddam's political foes are executed. Naturally. So Why not? The same year that Saddam becomes president, the Ayatollah Khomeini leads an ex a successful Islamic revolution in Iraq's neighbor to the northeast, Iran. Saddam, whose political power rested in part upon the support of Iraq's minority, the Sunni population, where the developments of the Shiite majority in Iran could lead to a similar um, uprising in Iraq. I got suspended over the pronunciation of that name. I'm sure. <coughs> the uh, Shiite. Yeah. Now, the fluffing otter is definitely where it's at. <coughs> I'm not going to start drinking. But... Oh. Chris, if you start drinking, you'd we be were, dead tomorrow. We, we were <laughs> a little Probably. concerned about that. That, that the fluffing otter, which is, by the way, has got to be one of the best fucking sandwiches in, ever made. <coughs> Here. Um, So, September 22, 1980, Saddam orders Iraqi forces to invade the oil-rich region of Khuzestan in Iran, 
conflict soon blossoms into an all-out war. Western nations and much of the Arab world were fearful that there's going to be Islamic radicalism spread everywhere and what it would mean to the region, and they support, they support Saddam. Well, Saddam truly believed at this period, at this point in time, that the Marsh Arabs were um, conspiring and helping out the Iranians during the Iraq-Iran War. Yeah, so eliminate them. So he did. He tried to like he dammed all the waterways feeding the marsh, and it did. It went from nine thousand square kilometers, um, down to seven hundred and sixty square kilometers. Wow. Um. Although once he was toppled, and you know, taken out of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people destroyed all the dams, and the yeah, yeah. Iraqi marshland is slowly returning back yeah. to I mean, it's gonna take what a it long was. Time. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, so. but it is on the bounce back up. So that's yep. which um, I didn't want to bring this up because we try to avoid religion and politics. But since we've already touched on politics. Which, on this subject, I don't see how we could avoid touching on U.S. Yeah. politics. Yeah. Um, Where are you going? He's figuring it out. Well, I will say, while you're gathering your thoughts, the door in this whole conflict that lasts until 1988, the international community that is supporting oh, Saddam... got it, got it. Have, it has completely ignored the fact that he's using chemical weapons to eliminate. I didn't write it down, but I remembered now what I was talking about. The marshlands were at one point in time of human history. Now, I, I couldn't pinpoint which point in time in human history because there's... You should probably weren't alive then. Wildly conflicting reports everywhere. Right. But it was originally, as well, not originally, but at some point in human history, believed to be the biblical Garden of Eden. What they were talking about when they yeah. wrote about the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, cool. that's sweet. Which so. I did, I have... Woken up to a Netflix special because you know you watch one yeah. and it goes to another. While you're sleeping, you yeah. wake up to one, and they were talking about the possibility of where the Garden of Eden was in mm-hmm. the Middle of East, yeah. and right up by the, you know, uh, Iraq, the North the Iraqi border, was, River, right, yep, was, yeah. Well, and let's be honest. Back in the day, this is where everybody was, yeah. despite what everybody wants you to well, think. Well, well, no, no matter what, where do people gather? By water. Down by the water. By water. Anywhere you find water, you're finding yeah. civilization. Yeah. So, they're going <coughs> to cease fire finally. At this point, it's taken a crazy toll on the Iraqi economy. So, 
He realizes he's not taking over Iran. Do we got 11 minutes left? We got plenty of time. <laughs> so he's not taking over <coughs> Iran. So he turns his attention <coughs> to his little neighbor to the other side. Kuwait. Oh, Kuwait. Which who is oil rich. Which um he actually, again, Tom, went from the international viewpoint by going through uncensored search engines other than Google. Um, and went through the international. Um, he thoroughly believed that the U.S. gave him the quote-unquote green light to invade Kuwait. Uh, because the U.S. ambassador, April Glaspie, told Hussein that the U.S. didn't want a trade war with Iraq, so do what you can to keep peace with Kuwait. Yeah. Hussein goes, okay. Well, the only way I we're going to have peace is if they're under my control. And well, <laughs> as if they follow OPEC standards. Yeah. Which yeah, he 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 might have had a, some influence on the OPEC. Yeah. Which the OPEC is um, the organization of petroleum exporting countries. So Kuwait does not hold up to these standards. Right. So mm-hmm. the tanks roll. Yeah. And in international news, Saddam is genuinely surprised at uh, Bush the first. Reaction and um, disapproval of the tanks going, and he's like, "I said there would be peace if they did this. They did not do this, so there is no peace. Why are you mad at me?" Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, being popular is a fickle thing. So. August 2nd, 1990, they invade Kuwait. They give him a deadline of January 15th of 91 to withdraw his troops. He ignores them. Of course he does. I mean, because... Because now he's there. I mean, and think about it. Again, I, I don't want... Cause You're sending it, me mixed signals. Well, no, because the man did, was quite a peckerhead to his own people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but internet in international policies... He's kind of like U.S. president. He's a prick to his own people, but good to the rest of the world. Mm. He can shake hands and smile well. No, he can shake babies and kiss hands. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait. No, that's that's the current U.S. president. Flip that. Um, <laughs> so, anyways. That's any the U- yeah, president anywhere. A U.N. coalition headed by the United States confronts the Iraqi forces. Six weeks later, they're out of Kuwait. Ceasefire is signed. The terms of which included Iraq dismantling its germs and chemical warfare programs. Previously imposed economic sanctions against Iraq remained in place. Oh, so hypocritical. Yeah. Nope, nope we're not. We're nope. not going there. So now <coughs> he's, he's basically had two different wars. Right? <coughs> Asian wars. <coughs> yeah. And now the economy is in bad shape. So now you've got... The population is now fractured. During the 90s, the Shiites and the Kurds, there's numerous uprisings. Uh, but the rest of the world, fearing another war, 
where the spread of Islamic fundamentalism did nothing to stop this. So he just fucking, oh, okay, I blew this town up. No one did anything. Let me wipe out another one. Fuck it. No one's counting. Um, he gets more and more oppressive. Um, you know, one of the stories that sticks out to me was during the, one of the World Cups, an Islamic or a guy from a guy from uh, Iran or Iraq missed a free kick and it cost him to lose the game. And the guy didn't want to go back to Iraq because he was going to be executed. Went back and not only was he executed, his family was executed as well, uh, so that they wouldn't have disappointment in the future. Yeah. So, <coughs> but yet at the same time. He raises ninety-four million. Yeah. <laughs> so ninety-four million to help the American poor. Yeah. But then withdraws because because W gets all like yeah. that. So withdraws then, legitimately the day before January W takes August or before yeah. W takes office. Yeah. So the Bush administration suspects that old Saddam was friends with Osama bin Laden and his al-Qaeda. Daddy's war. Daddy's boy. <sighs> yeah. So. And I grew up in Texas, so team. how fucked up is that that yeah. I'm saying that? In January, and, and, his, and his team just won the World Series. In January of 02... The, the Rangers? Union, yeah. yeah. Fuck the Rangers. So, and the, during his state Both of Both Texas address, and New York, Mr. Griner. Yeah. President George W. Bush... <laughs> Nine named Iraq as part of the axis of evil, including Iran and North Korea. Well, did you know that when that happened, Saddam actually reached out to CBS News to say, listen, no, before this gets out of hand, I want to have a discussion on air with George W. Bush. I want to have a discussion with him. The White House never takes it seriously, never takes it seriously. And Hussein replies to them not taking it seriously is going, why would I not take this seriously? War is no joke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, again, when you do research from the international perspective on not just this subject, but a lot, well, it goes back to the fact that no, history is written by the winners. Yeah, let's just say the Snopes fact checkers, checkers would not flag this stuff. So, March 20th of 2003, under the pretense that Iraq did in fact have a covert weapons program, and that it was a planning attacks, what country the U.S. Not? Yeah, I know. We don't talk about our stuff. So the U.S. a U.S. led coalition invades Iraq. Like the Within, U.S. concentration camps for Japanese Americans during World War Two. They were re-education camps. So within weeks, the government <laughs> confined. They, no, they were actually called confinement camps. Yeah. Internment. And we stole all their businesses. So the government, the Iraqi government, gets toppled. The military is toppled. And on April 9, two thousand and three, Baghdad falls. Saddam escapes. There's a mad head, a mad manhunt. A deck of cards is printed and sold that I have some unopened copies of back in Lancaster. Um, of I'm Saddam's, sure you do. Of Saddam's top 52 lieutenants. Right. 
I remember that. Yeah. I, I never bought one, but I remember yeah. hearing yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 My, well, I didn't buy them. My father bought them. Hey, but anyways, um, did you know? Catch him. Okay, and then when they caught him. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Army SPC Sean O'Shea, which who was a National Guardsman from PA. Shout out to PA. What? What? Woo! PA National Guard. <laughs> he was in charge, basically, of Saddam's cell block, and Saddam okay. was the only inmate on. Yeah. The block, right? Yeah. Huh? Two minutes. Oh, shit. Um, so, he says that there were only a few times that he truly saw Saddam Hussein sad and defeated. And one of those times was because they ran out of Raisin Bran <laughs> and he had to eat Fruit Loops. <laughs> Man. I like, seriously, like, he was... Heartbroken mm. over eating fucking Fruit Loops. No. I mean, I, I'd be like Haley. <laughs> you're right. You're okay. fucking right. <laughs> I get it, man. It's like not having chicken nuggets. Okay, and then real quick before we uh, lose our shit, um, <clears throat> what we were referring to earlier that takes a normal person nine years, he did in two, had a Quran written in his blood. Wow. Which the math is impossible. The math is impossible for 33,000 sentences, and how I forget the exact numbers because I didn't write them down, but it would take a normal human being nine years to produce that much blood, and it was done in two years. So, there's no way in hell any of it was his blood. Yeah. No, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Some of it. Like, yeah, like, uh, here, the very first word. One, one drop, yeah. No, oh, here. Here you go. But all wait, right. I, I, I gotta now do. I gotta do. I gotta do my blood sugar test. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the second drip of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Take, all right, there take we go. the rest from all my political prisoners, please. Yeah. Right. And then you can let me know when you're ready to put that final period in, and I'll come back. So, Tom, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, we love you. Put your fucking shopping carts back. Be kind to 